0: Have you always wanted to make a podcast? Well, now you can with Anchor. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the Anchor app in your app store or go to anchor.fm to get started. to the sub for a while and couldn't decide whether or not to post mine but i'm feeling brave on a monday it was a very long time ago back in 1973 i know it was summer i was six and we were living on monica lane in madison wisconsin thing is i sort of recalled it but never put two and two together until a few months ago when i was talking to my mom who went into great detail i was a very gregarious child outgoing, extroverted, friends with anyone. It was at the time a middle class neighborhood in three houses down from ours. On the same side of the street was a huge park. My mom was a nurse and my dad was a salesman, but mom worked second shift at Meritor while my dad worked two days. We worked during the day. I rarely had a babysitter, only if they went out for dinner or a movie but they did go out often and there were always older kids in the neighborhood to babysit.
1: While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch, others would rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing they all have in common, they're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. If you're thinking about getting them, A pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. Um.
0: One sitter who I really like lived a few blocks or so away and down the street a a little bit. Vicky had babysat a few times before that and it was pretty uneventful. She'd play games with me and do my hair, play dress up, pretty basic stuff. So anyhow, one day I had gone with friends down to the park. I remember there was a ball field at the time and a sand lot next to the field. My friends wanted to play on the monkey bars, but I wanted to play in the sand. I looked out the sandbox and my babysitter Vicky was standing there. I told my friends I was going down to the sandbox and ran off. We played in the sand, building a castle, and then she asked me if I wanted to go get something cold to drink. It was stifling hot, and I said, Of course, yes. So she takes my hand and we started walking to her place. She starts telling me about her puppies and asking if I want to play with them. Of course, I get giddy and now can't wait to get to her house. This was where my memory had stopped, and after my mom told me what happened, the rest of it flooded back. My mother just happened to be talking to my sister and I about some of the places we lived, and we got to Monica Lane. I told her I remember the park and how big it seemed, and she asked me if I remember being kidnapped.
1: Buzz driving is drunk driving, and if you need to do something to feel okay to drive, you're not okay to drive. Did you know over 10,000 people lost their lives due to impaired driving fatalities in 2017? Enjoying a night out and find yourself oversharing or taking too many selfies? The answer is yes, then you're noticing your BuzzFeed warning signs. These include over texting, taking too many selfies, oversharing, chugging water to sober up, turning the music down to focus, chewing gum or popping mints, eating snacks to soak up the alcohol, drinking coffee to sober up, splashing water on your face, or doing jumping jacks. When you spot your BuzzFeed warning sign, call a cab, call a friend when it's time to go home. Just don't drive home. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
0: I immediately thought she was kidding. And then the look on her face told me otherwise. She said it was around five in the afternoon and one of my friends had come to the door to ask me to come back outside sure that I had gotten bored and walked back home. When my mom checked the house, she realized I wasn't there and seven months pregnant with my sister, sprints to the park screaming my name. After asking several kids if they had seen me with no clue, she went to the ball field and asked the older boys if they had seen me. One of the boys, she guessed around 14, said that he would seen a younger woman playing with a girl that fit my description in the sand. And walked off in a general direction and that was all he knew my mom ran across the street to one of the houses and asked to use the phone and call the police by the time the police got there my dad had come home and some of the neighbors were trying to help my mom so there's a search party out looking for me screaming my name and knocking on doors the police had gone back to the park to ask the boys if they knew who had been with me and if they knew who she was between the boys and the neighbors, they had deduced who it was that had led me off, but I have no idea how, honestly. The police and the entourage go to her home. She lived with her parents, but they went home, and knocked on the door. She came to the door and told them she hadn't seen me and that she'd been home all day. The police asked to come in, and for some reason she said okay. They went through the house and went to the basement and found me. That's what my mom knew, and then I remembered. It was literally like a floodgate had opened and I started crying. At six, you sort of trust everyone. And she'd been in our home. I never got a bad feeling for my my parents didn't either. But when we walked into her house, I remember that cold holy fuck feeling washing over me and getting very worried. I remember starting to cry and saying I wanted to go home over and over. She takes me to her kitchen and gets me a glass of water and a tissue. I hear dogs barking and next to the kitchen is an open stairway that goes down where the barking was coming from. She starts trying to ca- cajole me into going downstairs, telling me there's all sorts of toys and games. I reluctantly agree and she grabs my hand to head down the stairs. The dogs are going nuttier and I start screaming. At this point Vicky's is getting fucking bizarre. She's screaming at me to shut the fuck up. If you don't shut up, I will throw you in the cage with the dogs and they will eat you. Shut up. Dragging me down the stairs and still screaming. I was scared out of my mind. I remember crying so hard I was hyperventilating. And I am screaming so hard I'm not making any sounds. Vicky then flips the switch and starts being syrup sweet, trying to calm me down. She tells me that she was just playing a game and tells me she wants to play hide and seek. She must have been relatively skilled at calming me down because the next thing I knew I heard knocking on the door upstairs and wasn't crying. The houses were all the same sort of tract houses that Sears used to sell. Not huge but not small, but you could hear everything at did spot in the house. I keep hearing the knocking and she tells me that it's her friends. They're coming to play hide and seek. She convinced me to let her put a piece of masking tape over my mouth so I wouldn't make a sound and lifted me into the big wooden box next to the kennel. She put a pile of blankets over me and told me to be really quiet so they didn't find me. The whole time the dogs were going batshit, but when she calmed me down, they calmed down too. They still looked incredibly mean, but they were no longer frothing at the mouth and only slightly growling, until the knocking started. I remember scrouching in there, confused, still scared and convinced that the dogs were going to get out and eat me. I was crying again and hyperventilating. I remember taking the tape off my mouth because I couldn't breathe, but I remembered I needed to be quiet because I was afraid what she would do if I screamed. I laid in that smelly box next to a big bag of dog food, sweating to hell, tears rolling down my face. I sort of pushed the blankets to the side, but only enough so that I could pull them back over me when someone came. I recall thinking about my dad and wondering if he if he'd come find me. All of a sudden I hear what sounds like adults yelling my name. They come down the stairs and the dogs are going back shit again. Over and over are men yelling my name and then I hear a man say, If you don't shut those fucking dogs up, I will. I was in a large storage box, like a carpenter's toolbox type of thing. With tape hanging off my mouth when they opened the lid. I remember a very nice man asking me my name and if I was okay. I don't remember answering him, if anything, other than screams and tears and grabbing his neck so hard my dad had to practically pry me off of him. I remember my parents taking me to the hospital to check out, to be checked out, and that's all I really remember. Mom said that Vicky was found guilty of attempted kidnapping and last she knew was in prison, but couldn't remember when the last time she, last time was she had heard anything. We moved from the area shortly thereafter, and I haven't been back since. I do know that Mom said that her parents were odd, but that they didn't know them. She had met Vicky from neighbors that used that used her as a babysitter and that never heard of anything bad and that I always seemed happy with her. She lived in the general neighborhood, but it would have been two blocks over and one block down. Mom said they never picked her up; she always walked over. When they'd get home, they'd drive her home, and but never noticed anything out of the ordinary. Mom and Dad had only met her parents when they came to the door to ask for forgiveness, that Vicky hadn't meant to do anything bad and was a good girl. Mom said my dad picked up her dad by the shirt and told him that if they ever came to on our property again, he'd kill them. I remember her name and sort of what she looked like but would have no idea if she walked up to me who she is.